recording right now. Okay. Just so you know. Yeah. Um, I'm on nervous. We have an audience right now. <laughs> um, cool. So yeah, we'll just chat. Uh, but I'll. Uh, and if you have to go to the washroom, you can just get up. Just let me know. I don't mind. Yeah. We'll stop. It doesn't bother me. Um, okay. So anyway, Dave Petko, thanks for coming on my show. Hi. It's good to see you, man. Yeah, good to see you too, Brian. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure, man. So what you're yeah. coming on. Uh, I'm glad I bumped into you at the. Uh, the Arcteryx thing the other night. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun. I think that those one of those, some of those shows are like, you live in function, I don't get out much. I used to go to a lot, and then one of those shows bring kind of everybody into town. Like, or not into town, but all the people that live in town, they have nothing else to do. They bring people out. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a congregation without like the religious part. Yeah. Unless you're like religious about snow and stuff. But um, yeah, those events are great, and uh, I can jump into it. You were there doing, um, the Arcteryx thing is like a big backcountry academy if nobody's, nobody knows. Um, it's gone now, so wait till next year, I guess. But um, you've been kind of like a staple in those art shows in town with the festival, the Ski Sober Festival. Yeah, for a bit, yeah, since yeah. year one uh, year of one. Brave Art, actually, which was at the Whistler Gondola Barn. What's that? Oh, what do you Under mean? GLC. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, what, what, what do you mean? What was well, that? not in the Gondola Barn, but in the same building. And it was where the... Is it G1 Rentals right yeah. now that's well, under GLC? Yeah, but what was, was I that? I guess Relations. But what was it? Why, what was in there before? Like, what wasn't is it always been a rental place or what was it? It was always a rental place, yeah. Oh, and they would um, clear it out? They the cleared festival? it out for, I guess, like a weekend. Oh, okay. Oh, and, when the, and Braveheart kind of came right. in. Oh, is that the, before the conference center was built? No, the conference center was there. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. Um, but the World Ski and Snowboard Festival wasn't as big. Right then, so this was the very first kind of underground art show. Right, that, um, when was that like the seventies? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that would have been like probably before my time. But uh, yeah, because Brave Art's still well, the festival's been around for well, not around anymore. But this started. is like I think ninety nine. Oh, okay. So not not like crazy many years ago. No, a while ago. No, yeah, a while yeah. ago. And then so ever since, because I think you've. I mean, I know that relationship with the festival and stuff and art stuff was not a bit of not always the smoothest, mm-hmm. uh, but you've been part of it pretty much the whole time or you were part of it pretty much the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except maybe the last five years or so. Yeah. Cause it hasn't of been the festival of the art show. Right. Yeah. And how do you like, so someone comes to you, I mean, I've been part of it and they go, Hey, why don't put your art up? But how do you like back then, even now, how did you choose? Did you, were you like, I guess back then your library of art or your catalog could, might not have been as big. I don't know. Did you have to, did you paint a lot of art for that specifically or would you just bring in what you had no i brought kind of stuff in that i had yeah. that i thought people would like yeah yeah or you know that i liked that i thought people would like right yeah i was like, painting a lot of weird stuff back then were you yeah and it was kind of the subject matter all over the place you don't paint weird stuff now uh can we this closer again sort of i kind of do but <laughs> yes. not a, not right. as much right yeah um like so uh influences from then and now like if you're painting stuff i guess i mean you've seen whistler over the last would you say if you've been here like 28 years mm-hmm. it's pretty yeah. dope. uh we can get into you being in function the whole time except for one year it's crazy but uh what like your influences back then um i mean i don't know how old you are but i figured your influence back then now obviously a bit of a sh- bit of a less of history obviously but what were your influences back then was it ski snowboard were you like in like uh, i was snowboarding a bit as yeah. more into mountain biking right yeah. Oh, nice. Back then. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that what brought you to Whistler? Like, where are you from? Uh, originally Sarnia, Ontario. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I came out west just for a summer vacation and stayed. Yeah. Uh, right. Kind of got stuck in Vancouver. Okay. Um, got a job there. Um, 
doing what I had gone to school for and had a diploma in, which was screen printing. Oh, so okay. I, yeah, I started cool. screen printing at a place yeah. called New Age Graphics okay. downtown on Richards Street, Richards right. and Robson. Yeah. And yeah. You, were, you were like into art then or you just didn't know or you just kind of... Uh, I, I was into art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was into art. I was yeah. painting before I left Ontario right. cool. and uh, I came out west kind of to pursue my dream of being an artist. Right. Yeah. Were you like North Shore mountain bike guy? What were you doing when you mountain biking? Was it like... Um, I wasn't mountain bike. Well, I, I, I biked around Vancouver a bit. I was a bike courier for a little bit. Um, I had friends that, you know, they would bike the North shore. I didn't bike it too much. Right. Um, it's pretty rough back then. I did it like maybe in 2001. I did it a couple of times. My brother lived down there for a bit and yeah, man, I'm like, I was, I mean, I didn't really mountain bike. It was really freaking gnarly. Yeah. It was kind of like, like dangerous. Dan was building those trails where you'd you know ride it skinnies a, a and shit really skinny and yeah. like 10 15 feet in the air so insane it's cause yeah like, and like you had like fucking like hockey people had like hockey gear on to hit like yeah not, oh man i don't know how the guy's still alive and like, so full suspension bikes were just yeah being made and you know mountain biking was still just in its infancy right i mean the geometry everyone's over the handlebars and stuff and you think about now it's like yeah. everyone's like way back but and that was before like brett tippy and wade simmons and those guys right. were doing the free riding yeah because that wasn't until like i mean i guess that was still like mid 90s i guess when that started to make, become popular or mm-hmm. make it make a bit of a move but um did you live on the north shore or did you live downtown I lived in uh, East Van. All right, cool. Yeah. That's always kind of been like an artist like zone, I guess, because it's kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, gritty and stuff. But um, yeah, it's kind of feels like, I mean, I haven't been to Vancouver in a while, especially East Van, but I'm sure it's way different now. It's getting a bit gentrified, I think. Yeah, I do say. Yeah. Yeah. I think Gastown kind of creeps Mm -hmm. down the the way there. Yeah. So then when did you move to Whistler? How how, what year was that? Uh, About 90. I think I moved out west, 90 almost 95 and then spent a year and a half there and then came to came to Whistler right yeah and you said uh we you said you moved to function like right out of the gate yeah well I got a job at Toad Hall Studios printing stickers Wow. so I was the sticker department no kidding yeah I was printing on an old office desk you probably have so I have when I first came here I was like 15 and I bought stickers from Toad Hall uh it was the sun the sun, the mushroom, the moon. Yeah, and yeah. it was like this little hallway shop. I don't know if it was oh, in the village. Oh, that's Santini. That's where Max Fish's yeah. coat check yeah, it was a, is. Yeah, so it was like a little hallway shop. And I'm like, this place is fucking cool. Yeah. And I like, I was like a snowboard guy back. I mean, I skied snowboard. I had like a race board and like bindings all pointed forward stuff. And, yeah. Uh, and I remember I, I stuck my step boards in there. It's like an old Roslyn Alpine board. But it's got these two Total stu- stick, Studio stickers on it. Yeah. Did you think you made those maybe? I may have printed them. Right. Yeah. Who did the artwork back then? Who did uh, Stu Mackay Smith did the artwork oh, wow. for those stickers. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. There's also Pete, Pete Malachitz, Goldfinger is his okay. nickname. Right, okay. He just lives in the building over here. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he's still with Toad Hall. Uh, he has the kind of gray long hair. Yeah. Looks like me like 20 years from now or something. Yeah. 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 Wow. Crazy. Yeah. I see him all the time. Yeah. That's Pete's a nice great guy. guy. Stu's yeah. a great guy. Um, He's like the smallest dog I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. That's fucking funny, man. Cause I didn't, I didn't, I mean, I, it's that, that, that store and just like there was, um, that was the smallest store in Whistler at yeah. that well, time. And it probably now. still is like yeah. you could do this and put your arms out and touch yeah. both, both walls. Yeah. It was kind of like a straight shot to the back. And it yeah. was like, I remember the white walls and it was just kind of like, it was almost like, um, I mean, I think it was like a, I don't know, it was just small. It was like a, almost like a, 
It's basically just like it's pretty much just a sticker, a t-shirt shop, I think. Yeah, that's it. T-shirts and stickers. Wow, totally. And I think they sold airbrushed t-shirts as well that Pete would airbrush in the back of Toad Hall. I just had this vision, just like this long hallway and a sticker that I bought. Yeah. And that's all I really have. And that at the time, I guess, like um, the base of Black Home was still pretty much like a hotel and nothing else, I guess, and the chair and stuff. But that's memory, man, for sure. Like, wow, it's crazy. I didn't yeah. know. Um, and Toad Hall's, that's like, I mean, Toad Hall's still around. It's crazy. Yeah, Toad and, Hall's still around. And still kicking. still does, he's still his shop, right? Was it his all the whole it's time? It's his and Sean Bondroff's, and then they have a silent partner. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 Dude, that's He's crazy. He's an cool. Olympic gold medalist hometown boy. What, what, in what? Yeah, downhill skiing. Oh, really? Yeah. How do I not know this? How, like... And he won gold in, on Whistler. So, Wait, in 2010? No. No, before. Oh. Wait, I think he won gold in uh, Whistler. Maybe but not. For the World Cup, maybe. Was there oh, a, maybe. Because there was no Olympics before. 2010 was a couple okay. Olympics here, right? Okay, so I'm wrong. I'm, trying to, I'm wrong. I'm not trying to tell you about history. You know more than <laughs> I do, but... Uh, that's crazy, man. Yeah, because like some of those things, I think about like I, when I see you around, and I think, oh, Dave's been here forever. And then, but you never think about like where the history is connected, right? Like where people, yeah, you've been here for thirty years. But I never thought about what you would have done when you first got here. You know, mm-hmm. I never think about that. So, so this guy probably knows everything about this town. Um, but now Toad Hall's in function. And you're still in function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you're still. You said uh, the reason why I was I lived in function when I first got here was because I. I Drove out west, west with my Volkswagen van, and I was living in it in Vancouver for a little bit. Yeah. And then um, when I moved up to Whistler, I asked George and Sean, like, can I park my van out front of Toad Hall and I'll just live in my van for a bit? Yeah. And that turned out to be like two and a half years I did that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's when no yeah. van living was like, everyone was like, you can do what you want. Yeah, like I yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, that's cool, man. It's like cool to see because like you're still here, and like I, I love function. Like I don't really go past Creekside unless I have to go grocery shopping. But um, there's like those. I feel like I mean Ar- Arnie's not here anymore. Arnie Gutman, who was my, on my podcast a while ago, but like yeah, um, there's like function junction diehards. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you get like um, what's that uh, thing where you like when you when you can't handle open spaces? What's that uh, that um, uh, agoraphobia? Do you get that when you leave function? Not really. <laughs> no. Not really. I think it'd be weird to like, because uh, I, I, when I go to the village, I'm like, I, you just get used to it not being busy. And you get used to just seeing like, you know, your face every day or something all the time. I mean, I was in the village yesterday. I've just, I just, I was in Creekside. I'm like, Creekside's the absolute worst at 3.30 in the afternoon. But then you come to function, it's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. There's not much going on. It's definitely has gotten busier, man, yeah. over what was it? the last 10 years. Wait, so when you... <clears throat> is Toad Hall, but they weren't in that spot they're in now, were they back then? Because what were no, we? you know, um, okay, uh, what wasn't there? Forecast Coffee, super meta function shit, but that's cool. Yeah, Forecast Coffee. Yeah, um, that and that's right back in the sure. day that used to be Miller Creek Cafe. Yeah, I remember that. And then there's a little shop I think on the corner, and that was Toad Hall. I, oh. I'm pretty sure, right. or else they were in the electronics shop beside. Because there's a secondhand like electronic repair shop or something there as well. That place, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I bought my TV there, my first TV there. Yeah, that thing, that TV probably still works now. Too. I bet, I bet, it still works now. Fuck, yeah, that thing was awesome. Covering <laughs> stickers, wow. So they were there, yeah, uh, printing, and that 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 was where Toad Hall started, and okay. then they moved to the right warehouse space where they are now. Because when I where... first came here, Function was like like the road 
the highway was kind of closer and it's all kind of grown over now where it was but like that whole end wouldn't have even been there like even where like coast breweries and stuff now that stuff wouldn't have been there right uh that was there when i got here right uh home hardware wasn't there but how was that behind that in the town was it like wow we got home hardware that must have been like that must have been like a Home Depot and Squamish kind of deal. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. Such a long time ago. I remember getting off the bus the first time I came to function. I'm like, where the, f- where am I? Yeah. It's you such know? a weird. I'm just out in the boonies. Yeah. Like, well, because there would have been. There was no like traffic light. There is a stop sign yeah. coming out of function. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, the roads were still dirt. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the 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 compactor wasn't there. The reuse it center, rebuild it wasn't there. Nothing was there, eh? Yeah. What about um the dump was across the way where we where are, we now. are right now? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking dump, man. It smells yeah. good. It doesn't smell too bad over here still. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So we get our hot air or our hot water from now though. <laughs> All that toxic stuff under the ground. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I love this history stuff about Whistler. So, uh and then so you've been there in function. So when did um you have it. So Dave's got a tattoo shop called Black Home Tattoos. Yeah. Uh, I have it now. You that, but I have it now. I didn't start it. Yeah. So I, was gonna, I yeah. mean, I don't know how that history goes ever, but um, you but you, you were there from the start of it, right? Or no? Yeah, I was there from the start of it. Yeah. And did you yeah. apprentice there, tattoo? Did you? I apprenticed. Um, I apprenticed with Black Home, but I think at that time it was Till Death Tattoos. Oh, okay. And Sonia okay. Prevo started it. Okay. She's still in town. She's still tattooing. A little bit. Right, okay. Uh, she's mainly, like, working as a nurse. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I see her in emergency if you need to get stitches or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, I go to emergency a lot. Um, so then I was, how long ago was that? Uh, 23, maybe 24 years ago. Wow, okay. So it's like, yeah. yeah, right. So that would have been the good snow year, 1999, yeah. it was. Yeah, mm, damn. Quite a bit back then. That's great. So then, yeah. and then, so uh, now you own it. Yeah. And uh, how long has that for been for? Uh, maybe ten, five years, ten years, seven years, oh. seven and a half or so. I got my first, my second tattoo from you. Uh, I don't know if you owned it then or not, but uh, I think that was probably like 2007, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know if you owned it or not, but um, still got it. If Rob, yeah, yeah, <laughs> still got it. Still got the tattoo. If Robin was working then then she owned it yeah she gave me the next so i went back again to get more work done on my leg and she did that stuff okay so yeah, yeah she would she, owned it then yeah right yeah. and then she's left she's gone from town now right doesn't here anymore or is she still here? yeah no she's in gibson's oh, okay cool. yeah it's got a little nice. hobby farm there and nice. family yeah the yeah. tattoo business in town i mean it's uh, you're probably that shop's the original right That's uh the shop goes well clayton johns had some some artists working there okay yeah, and right. some, uh, well, Aaron Kane, he's a big name. Oh, really? Uh, Steve Moore was working there. Okay. Uh, Craig Driscoll. Right. Um, so people, a lot of people come through that. Yeah, yeah. And they've gone to, to, to just probably... Well, Steve Moore's, you know, he's getting world known for his tattoos, for his big color work oh, really? and illustrative pieces. Right. Yeah, yeah. I see stuff online right now. I'm jump, I jump around a lot. I get ADD. But I see stuff online right now, and some of these tattoos look like they're almost like fake. They're so colorful. Mm-hmm. Like, so like bright. That doesn't last long, right? Like, well, a lot of that is just polarized filters. Oh, okay, the filter so they took with it. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so it's not true to what the tattoo actually looks like. Right. So yeah. Let's go on Instagram, I guess. Yeah. Uh, do you have people working for you right now, or do you do solo stuff, or do you have anybody there? Um, have- I have an artist, Steve Kretz. Okay who's working with me. Right. And then I just got an apprentice. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There must be, it must be like the reason why you came here. People like, there must be a lot of artists who come to town. There's like the TNT guys, I guess. And there's like Whistler Tattoo. Mm-hmm. And there's... Uh, Pokey sure. Heart Piercing. Yeah. There's A-Line up in Pemberton. And Electric Uprising Tattoo. for a bit. Yeah, Electric Uprising. They're in, he's in uh, Squamish now, I guess. Yeah, though, Squamish, right? Brackendale area. Okay, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So you must get a bunch of people come through. Like, how often do you get somebody to come through wanting to work or be in a... Like, is it frequently you get artists come through who are trying to you know take up a life uh, as here? far as work um i get requests every now and then yeah um and i was getting a lot of email requests for say apprenticeships right um hey frank you okay buddy dave's dog is here yeah trying to find a bone in my couch yeah <laughs> um yeah. yeah no no one's like nobody had come through the door though and right. actually met me in person right Right. Steve did, yeah. and he brought a portfolio. Oh, cool! Which had like a lot of artwork in it. Right. And there was one piece that caught my eye. I'm like, "What's? Is this an original?" He's like, "Yeah, it's watercolor." I'm like, "Wow, your line works really good." Right. I'm like, the thing yeah. is, like, you got to be an artist, obviously. But like, do I see? Obviously, you know, we talked about your artwork and your tattoo work. I mean, what's your balance? I know you have a tattoo shop, but you're also, you know, a successful artist. What? Where's your balance at? Like, I mean, obviously art helps influence your tattoos and you probably, you know, vice versa, but where's most of your time lie right now? Because you have um, a business, I guess, but how do you find yeah. time for both? Uh, well, s- during COVID, I stopped tattooing oh. in order to produce a body of work for a solo exhibit. Okay. And then I produced a body of work for another solo exhibit and they're right. kind of back to back exhibits. Right. One was in Whistler for January and February. Okay. Um, and then March and April, I had one down in the city. Okay. So there was, yeah, there's 31 pieces of work for my solo exhibit up here. And then I think 13 or 14 for the one in Vancouver. And does that art, like I've seen your art around hanging in the, the brewery stuff. Does that, like I, I, I see that you like people will want that art on them. Mm-hmm. You get, um, how often does that happen? Do people come to you with like, Hey, I want you to just design something for me. Or do they come in and go here? Here's what I want. What's your, do you do um, that much? Yeah. I'll, I will do both. Right. Yeah. I was kind of, I, I have a background in kind of like, Working at street shops, oh, cool. like okay. black home tattoos. We were a, kind of a street shop, but out. we did custom work. Right, cool, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've, I will kind of do what the client wants, but yeah. if they come in with not really like an idea, idea or just a theme, yeah, then I can draw something up for yeah. them. Cool, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I feel like uh, function wouldn't get a lot of like foot traffic for that. Like, hey, I want to get like an anchor on my ass or something yeah no um back in the day though when we were like the shop in town yeah we would get people coming down and just you know walking in yeah and checking out the shop and yeah yeah it's crazy it's been there for so long i mean you see businesses come and go but um i mean that's kind of black tom's like a legendary place in town Mm -hmm. it's been there for since way before my time so that's cool Yeah, yeah yeah it rents reasonable you know we're not $150 $150 a square foot like the village Crazy, right so we Fuck you know that. that affords us a bit of time to do yeah. you know other artistic endeavors do you do you store like you, if you said you do these these like exhibits where do you store all your fucking art like you just like uh the tattoo shop at home on the walls right yeah can you is it like all, you like a kind of art hoarder is that all, all your stuff's all in your house 
Uh, some. Uh, Tanya doesn't let me keep a lot of stuff there, right. <laughs> or she'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've, I've, I tend to keep it at the tattoo shop. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, there's that's a cool. lot of stuff there. I mean, it probably gets people that come in like, oh, this guy's an artist. He's got like, it probably helps you just showcase your art just to people that come in, right? Yeah. Not just like, yeah. you're not just like filing it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. And then the brewery is good for keeping art in too. Right. Like, yeah, the brewery, I see our stuff the all the brewery time. walls cycle through. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They have, I think, I don't know how many small. I'm sure a lot of ski towns do it, but it is cool that you can, you know, uh, get a, I don't know what you call it, like a showcase or whatever you do, where you can like go hang your art at like Mount Curry, or you can go hang it. And how much of those, how much of those impact your business as like a as an artist or a tattoo artist? Do people come in like, oh, like does it move stuff? Does it move product? Yeah, uh, well, I've had my art at Whistler Brewing Company now yeah. for forever, man, over five years. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're awesome. Yeah, they're awesome to me. Yeah, um, they don't take commission, oh, um, and I've sold quite a bit of stuff right. through there. Right. Um, when Coast Mountain Brewing, or yeah, Coast Mountain Brewing, yeah. opened, yeah, um, I walked by there the day of the opening, oh, cool. and Mike Kev you have blank walls, dude. Like yeah. I have smart that would fit this place right. beautifully. Yeah. And, um, he's like, sure, bring it in Dave. Cool. So, uh, I sold, a, I was selling like one or two pieces out of there almost a day. Wow. Really? For eh? A month. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And then, uh, that's spawned on the whole like monthly or bi-monthly right. art exhibit at a coast. And it's been a big success. Yeah. It's surprising yeah. to me how many people like, there's always someone different in those walls. I'm like, and I know there's a lot of artists in town, but I'm like, and I've been here for a, a few years and I'm like, I've never heard of this person, but I have awesome shit. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's crazy how this, not out of the woodwork, but you used to get exposed. You, I think, you know, you think, you know, everybody you think, you know, there's a lot of artists in town, but you forget there's people just doing art and all of a sudden they have this. Yeah. Not showing it. They're just doing it as like a yeah. pastime or right. a secondary passion to skiing right. or snowboarding or biking or, yeah. you know, whatever they're, first passion is right and they're they just don't have an outlet for showing it right yeah yeah it's cool like uh it's funny to think to the influences too because you think you'd be in a mountain town a lot of stuff would be like oh i paint trees and i paint these things and stuff but there's some wild stuff that comes in there for sure mm-hmm. there's that dude i know what he does um he, it's all like i think it's all digital but it's all like heavy metal uh um like artwork it looks like like you know, like that's uh, Tom Bunny, oh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that stuff was really cool. I know that yeah. stuff. I wouldn't ever have known. I'm like, oh, that stuff's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, do you get people that come across in the brewery kind of drunk and go, I need to get a tattoo? I've had some people come like, come to the shop, and you here. could tell that they're they've had one or two, right. and yeah, <laughs> give me a back piece. I'm like, come on back when yeah, you know, yeah, because you guys when have, you're sober. You were talking about insurance the other day, but you, there's a there's like an artist or a tattoo code, and like probably some legalities behind like. You can't like people under the influence. I guess back in the day, way back, people just nobody cared. But back now, in the day, that was kind of the norm, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. But how it's uh, the business? It's regulated pretty strongly now, right? I would guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The health inspections are definitely right. You know, it's even like I guess there's like restaurants have health inspectors. I'm not saying yeah. it's a restaurant, but like you're obviously more like of an invasive type of business to these people. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. um, how often does it happen? You get like once a month, once or... a year, man. Okay, right. And Seems the like shitty thing is Seems they, they call up first or they'll email and say, we'd like to book a time to come in. Oh, so anybody and can pass that at that point. Not anybody. Yeah. Can. Yeah. Right. Uh, I told my health inspector last time, like, would you just like show up? Yeah. 
right. unannounced because then you can see the studio as yeah. it is on a daily basis. Yeah. And like, who knows how many studios she's or they are right. doing that to. Right. And they're like frantically cleaning up and yeah. getting a sport test done for the autoclave, et cetera, et cetera, just so they can right. pass the inspection. It's like an autoclave. Uh, it's like a sterilization unit for sterilizing oh, like a needles and thing? tips and tubes and stuff. Is it hot? What does it do? Is it boil it? Well, I think I just, is it? Uh, well, there's uh, steam autoclaves. Okay. So it gets up to say like 250 degrees for right. a certain amount of time right. and nothing will live in that environment. Right, okay. um, and then there's chemical autoclaves. Okay. I thought maybe yeah. like a UV one or something like that. Cause you can like treat UV. With, mm, but I guess that's probably too I haven't heard. I mean, I, I've seen that for like keys and mm. coins and stuff like right, that, okay. but not right. for like in the medical industry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there must've been stuff back in the day people just show up. Like, I don't, I don't, I guess it's good that they have obviously the people come in and inspect like that. Um, but yeah, it seems where they would schedule it. It's kind of like, like drug testing. They say we're coming tomorrow at seven o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's like, sorry. But yeah, I guess that's like, have you, have you ever, um, I've seen people get their eyeballs tattooed. I've it seen goes that. fucking sideways fast. Yeah. Do you ever? Do you know anybody's done that before? You ever, I mean, not anybody, personally. Has anybody ever asked you for that? Uh, no. What is it? I mean, is it like? No, I think I know. think that's a quite a niche thing. You know, like <laughs> not a like, lot of people are are sounds, doing that. Sounds like a blind. If I was blind, I might do it. Yeah. From what I hear, it it creates pressure on the eyeball. I could hear. That. It's could, not a pleasant thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It, and also from what I hear, it's just like one or two like pinpricks to the eyeball right. and then that ink just spreads out. God damn, man. There's yeah. a bunch of weirdos doing that. <laughs> um, do you have any experience with like, you know, I've seen friends go to like, I don't know, like Thailand or whatever, they get like the, like the, the, the little, stick and poke. Stick and poke, yeah. Yeah. Do you like research or do you like, I'm going to go get a tattoo, when you want to get a tattoo, do you like, I'm going to go, is it like research for you or do you go find somebody who's like, like I want to get from this artist um, I know some people just follow arts around. They get only tattoos from the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have anybody who's like somebody you like, do you seek out an artist for yourself? Or you're like, I want to get this. Or how do you get your tattoos? I mean, I've seeked out artists yeah. before. Yeah. You do your own. I've, I have done some of my own. Yeah. For practice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Back right. in the day. How do you practice? Yeah. How do you um, practice? Like when you're trying to young, do you like a balloon or a pumpkin or something? The very or? first tattoo I did, I did on, Robin, my coworker. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I colored in yeah. a piece that she had outlined on her on her arm. Yeah. So yeah, that seems like I didn't do lining first or anything. No, I mean, cause yeah. you you gotta be conf. I mean, person's gotta you be find some you. good friends, some yeah, good cool like friends that spot. know what they're getting into, right. and yeah, yeah, they donate a piece of skin because tattooing pig skin and this. That that fake skin and it's stuff. It's same. not the same as tattooing a right. like human skin, like I got especially with someone done. that's alive. Yeah. Right. You know, I got mine done, and the guy was like, "Your skin's really <clears> shitty <throat> for tattooing because you get, I guess, it reacts really fast and swells up really quick." Mm-hmm. So I had to go back for a bunch. No offense, I didn't get it from you, but like, uh, it gets like um, you swell up really fast, and you had to do like short sessions. Yeah. So I mean, I guess do you go? Hey, maybe you shouldn't get yellow or you shouldn't people kind of have can you kind of tell when they people want color you're like maybe can you tell if someone's skin's not going to take a color properly um if they're if they have like darker skin pigment sometimes they won't you know they'll take the color but it just won't show up right yeah do you ever use do you use white tat like like white skin yeah does it does it 
last long? Um, it lasts. It's usually kind of blotchy. Right. It, it's not like a smooth field right. of white. Cool. Yeah. What's your um? What's the biggest piece? You, have, you, have you ever tattooed someone's whole body? What's your biggest piece you've done? No, I've tattooed a full back before. That takes a long time. I and a say. full sleeve. Yeah, full sleeves. They're pretty big, especially when you, you know, spread it out. Spread it out. Yeah. What's it's the almost the size of like a, a thigh leg piece can almost be the size of a back. Okay, I have a question for you. So like they call the, they call the elbow <laughs> the ditch, right? Is that what they call that in yeah. the ditch? And yeah. it's, I feel like there's like um, if you're a true tattoo artist or somebody wants that too and you get a piece and you don't get it done here you're kind of like it's not it's like not cool like it's like if you don't like if you get an arm an armband it doesn't go under here yeah like being a wuss do you ever tell people that <laughs> this really hurts like i got mine here and there and i don't tell hurts. them that they're wusses i mean lack of a better term but like maybe more <laughs> diplomatic but like would you be like you should get all the way around because that's you're getting a tattoo uh i think a lot of that is for healing right yeah okay it's for healing the tattoo like getting the elbow i know some artists won't tattoo the elbow right okay a it's excruciating yeah i hear you and b you know healing that healing the elbow healing the ditch they're just bendy areas and a lot of the time if you're putting a line through there it's gonna crack it's gonna spread out it's it's not gonna heal well yeah i had mine done and i went to get a burrito at delish and it was still wrapped up in plastic it was hot it was like biked over and I came back and I was sweating. I'm like, oh no. And I had this plastic on there and that all got infected. I had to go to the doctor and get antibiotics. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's going to be ruined. But yeah, I guess healing is a huge part of it. Um, Healing's like half of it. So I, so I see how people are like, some, some guys I see are here, like, you know, just don't cover it. They just let you go home and they don't, they just put this cream on stuff. And then some, uh, it's like really tight medical, almost like, almost like tape. That goes on like it's like it's like saran wrap yeah it's like second skin or saniderm yeah, yeah. or something yeah yeah saniderm yeah yeah what, is that what you do saniderm or what do you do uh for smaller pieces i'll use that it's yeah. just, or say for a first tattoo i'll use that yeah um depending where on the body it is um yeah. i'll also use like um kind of like uh vaseline but is not um and then like the the old school freezer wraps Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And sometimes I'll ask my clients too, like, do you have a preference? And right. people with like, some people with tattoos that know how to heal, they'll be like, oh, just give me the regular, right, old school way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I, I the big the big back piece like to sit for you know nine. How long do you go for? Do you ever like a nine hour session? Like, what do you? No. Cause you go as, like four or five. Yeah, because your arms get tired, your concentration goes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen some tattoo artists will wear headphones while they're doing a tattoo, and I'm like, don't you want to talk to the person you're tattooing? Uh, maybe the headphones put them in the zone, I guess, or music, whatever. But um, I feel like the tattoo, if you're gonna, it's good. Like you connect with the person because you're like dig, not digging, yeah. but you're yeah. like tattooing them, and then you're like a conversation, like you got to chat with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That must be some clients, you know, they'll just keep coming back and coming back. Yeah. Um, and like a decade later, you know, yeah. You're tattooing a friend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Got something to talk about. Yeah. It must be weird beating people and like not knowing them and they're just going to put like a sit with them and hold some them. of the small ones, you know, like you might be tattooing someone for half an hour and then you'll yeah. never see him again. Yeah, it's kind of cool though, because your arts travel around, it's yeah. going around the world for sure, right? Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, do you have people who come to Wizards like they're kind of come see you and they're like, 
travel to town get that from you uh sometimes yeah Yeah, right yeah that must be cool yeah i'm gonna get my work done from you yeah i have a style uh i call it graphic landscape and it's kind of like the pieces that are at whistler brewing yeah cool um and I've had people come to me strictly for that. Yeah, I think I've and seen I think some of those. I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen the, the images on Instagram you show of like, like I have that piece is in Whistler Brewery or mm-hmm. like whatever. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's definitely a good sale tactic. Like you were saying earlier. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I came up with a bunch of those designs for tattooing. Yeah, and I've tattooed of you know quite a right. few of those pieces. And I, I asked the client like, do you mind if I make prints with it? They're like, yeah. no, nah, go for it. Right. Yeah. It seemed like over the years you've gone from like. Um, uh, like this seems like more, I don't know, I don't know how to say it, not like symmetrical, like geometry, geometry, geometry style art. It seems like I've, I've looked at your website and stuff and I've seen, mm-hmm. it seems like you've gone from like more like darker images and stuff and like, you know, crows and skulls and stuff to, and maybe I'm wrong. You can tell me I'm way off base, but to more like, um, nature based and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you calming down a bit? <clears throat> you listen, did you go from like metal music to like. Yeah, I, I mean, I still listen to metal. I still right. listen to like the Melvins and right. kind of yeah. grunge and right. that. Um, but I guess uh, I just art style. I think I've I've become less angry. <laughs> right. <You seem> pretty <laughs> friendly now. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was a lot of drug use back in the day as well, right. like yeah. psychedelics and stuff. That's so I, I met you. At, never mind. I think that yeah. influenced and that influenced my art. The the kind of music I was listening definitely did. Right, for sure. Um, uh, the 60s. Right. Yeah, I want to did. ask you about influences and stuff because, I mean, everybody's got them. Um, and you said some psychedelics and stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. you said the Melvins and everything. So do, do you get influenced by other artists more or music or movies or just like in your head you wake up like, oh, this, I dreamt about this and now I'm going to put it on someone's arm. Yeah, kind of everything, man. Right, yeah. Everything, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's an interesting one because I think you know, uh, and I mentioned music before, like when you're painting or when you're, when you're doing work, do you need to like psych up to do a tattoo or when you're do when you're painting, is there music on? Are you like, are you trying to get, whoops, are you trying to get like deep into it? How do you kind of stay focused on the art you're doing? There's almost always music right. going right. on. Right. Yeah. When I was screen printing, there was music going on. Right. A lot of music. Uh, when I was painting, a lot of music going on. Yeah. Um, I hadn't had a TV for about 15 years when I oh. first came to town. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of music. Do you, um, are you like a guy, can you, do you sit in silence? Do you have like demons you can't deal with? Are you, will you like sit there and think, or do you always have something going on in the background? Um, no, I think at home there's, it, it's probably three quarters, maybe silence and then right. some music for background. Yeah. Cause I've been doing, I'm trying to figure out like where I'm at in life and stuff and just where I think and everything. And I, I've been trying to sit in silence because I, I don't usually have that. I always have podcast or music going mm-hmm. and I find like you end up with incomplete thoughts or incomplete, like just, uh, like move, movements forward in life. And so I'm curious when artists work because you start a piece, um, and you hope you have a direction where you're going, but I'm, I'm always curious where the influence is because, um, I know like writers and stuff, they'll need to sit in silence and just think about something for a long time because you can't be distracted because you want your mind to work and not just be uh, consumed. Yeah. So I was curious about that because um, you must have pieces. Do you have pieces you haven't finished because you just lost interest in the middle of it or you're like, I can't. For paintings? You're talking yeah, about? yeah, not tattoos because people yeah. are choked if you didn't want to finish their tattoo, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but well, sometimes like, I'm choked because they don't come back and, you know, they might leave town and it's like, where did so-and-so go? Oh, like you half done their tattoo and really? Yeah, they left town. 
I mean, this place is a hard place uh, to live, man. I really mean, I wish I would have finished that piece. I really Probably, liked it. Maybe it's either the tattoo <laughs> or rent, I guess, right, sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never or thought about food. that. Food yeah, or tattoos. Right. Yeah, I wonder what yeah. Uh, for paintings, though, um, there has been some that I've not finished. Right. Yeah. I think of like guys like Bukowski and stuff who just like go in this rage and they write and they get crazy stuff. And then there's artists who are like super chill and mellow. And um, yeah, I'm just curious about that because I would feel like I have lots of things. I write a bunch and they're all half written. Mm-hmm. That's motivation, I guess. But um, okay, so uh, you just did a, uh, we talked about earlier, let me jump back a bit. You did this this um, uh, thing for Arcteryx and that show. Do you have... Uh, What's your next shows coming up? What do you have going on? You got anything planned, whatever? Mm, um, I don't have any shows planned right, right now. Um, well, yes and no. Um, nothing definite. I do have a body of work that I've just started. Yeah. Uh, I think like January 1st, I started um, to plan uh, a solo exhibit for maybe 2015. 2015? If I, if, yeah. 2025. Maybe? Or sorry, 2025. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What year is it? Yeah. Dude, let me know your secret. You're going <laughs> what back day is it? I want to go about 2015. That'd be great. Because <laughs> uh, so, and then you do. Is it do, when you say a body of work, or you have like a, a thing planned? Is there a theme? Like, if you're like, I can't. I got to make 20 pieces or whatever it is. Do this. Do you have a theme you run through, or you just start to paint a piece? That one's cool. That one's cool. Like, if you're gonna make some art for for an exhibit, or maybe for an exhibit, do you? Like I said, you kind of seem like you've changed a bit of your your art, uh, your influences. Do you set, like, I'm going to make 10 pieces about this or whatever? Yeah, this this next show will kind of all be similar. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've done all the little thumbnail sketches for them. Um, and you scale it which up? Which are just, like, tiny little sketches. Yeah. It's usually how I start, right. and then I scale it up. Huh. Yeah, and right. they're not going to be paintings. Uh, I'm not going to say what they're going to be. Cool, fine. Thanks for ruining the show, dude. Um, yeah, because I think like I, uh, I think that's it. Would be kind of like all over the map to try to try to come up with like you know ten or twelve different ideas. But if you have a theme, it probably makes it. I'm gonna say easier, but it gives you a path forward to paint and space or mm-hmm. whatever. Not paint, whatever it's gonna be, but sculpture or something like that. Or yeah. Um, yeah, like I, if you come up with a theme like in your head and it's a word, yeah. then you can, you know, all the pieces could be, you know, geared towards that sure. theme right. or based off that theme. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then do you, ha- so you, keeps you, it interesting when you get commissioned or stuff for, for art, do, uh, how often do you get, what kind of direction do you get from your clients? And that like, Hey, paint me something. Or is it like, uh, I want like a skull with a crow on top. Not that I've seen your work before like that, but yeah. Um, well, one commission comes to mind, and it was a blue heron. Okay. Yeah, or a gray heron, I guess. And they're they're kind of both, right? Yeah, they're kind of. I mean, kind of the same. It's but it, are they not different animals? I mean, I know the birds, but are blue and gray not different? Are they different? Do you know? Uh, you're asking a city girl. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought they they they're probably different. I mean, they different it, names, but, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Um, but it was, it was that bird in a style of like my graphic landscape. Okay. Cool. And I had like free reign to right. come up with something. That would stress me out. If someone's like, do what you want. I'd be like, I don't know why. Cause you'd be like, you could give them, like, I'm going to do this. And you're like, this, like, this isn't what I had in mind at all. You ever get yeah. That? Um, I guess not for tattoos. No. You can't really do that. Yeah. 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 Uh, turn usually away? like if someone comes in with a theme. Yeah. Say for a commission. Yeah. Um, or even for a tattoo. Yeah. I always ask them like, "What's your favorite color?" 
Okay, right. Because you can't go wrong having your favorite color on you. Yeah. And then it helps with, say, contrasting colors and sure. complementary colors. And if someone's a purple, you know that you're probably not going to use brown. Yeah, use yeah. Close I mean, you right. could use yellow because it's yeah. opposite on the color right. wheel. Yeah. You could use magenta. You could use indigo and, right. and blue. What are the three primary colors? Blue, Red, yellow, and blue. and blue. And then those three mixed together create brown. But you can make every color from those three, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can even make like a chromatic black. Is black isn't a color though, is it? Or is white not a no. color? One of them's not a color. They're both not colors. So what are they? Um, one's absence of color and one's kind of like all colors. But you got to use something to make the white, right? No, white is white. Yeah, but it doesn't come from nowhere. It comes from... Anyway. Well, titanium. Yeah, <laughs> right. I just... But then, but all the colors you have don't make black? No. No, they make brown. But you can... Something's I learned from Laurel Terleski. Who's that? Lo, kind of local artist. Okay. I think she moved to Nelson recently, but right. um, she taught me how to make chromatic black, which you mix like a Alizarian crimson, um, totally. like a phthalo blue. Phthalo blue reminds me of Bob Ross. Always yeah. a phthalo. He always says phthalo blue. I'm like, <laughs> phthalo blue is like a little bit of phthalo blue. And you're like, dude... Yeah, looks great. Good um, job. Burnt umber, and yep. I think there's Same, a there's a like a, a orange in there too. Okay, right. And you mix those three or four together, right? And it's such a dark pigment. It's right. almost it's not black, but it's chromatically it is the darkest color that you can mix. Because I used to, work it's probably like a dark, super dark brown. Right. Yeah, I used to work for Arterix, and they would the color team. They would do like what color the jacket's going to be. I guess they invented some like urban camo where it was like, it was like the most, uh, it would, it could, it was like a, like a gray, like, um, like a kind of lighter kind of chalky looking gray. Mm-hmm. But they, they said it like, they said in tests it was the most, um, I don't know how to say, it, how to say it, but like it blended in with like a cityscape, the best of all the colors. Oh, really? And it was like, it's like kind of like a, like the color of your hat. So you, if you walk through the city, you'd look like you weren't wearing a hat, but it was like, that'd um, be weird. That'd be yeah. kind of cool, though. Yeah, Walking so it's like through the city, and they can only see your face. Just, just flat <laughs> up here. Yeah, but like uh, it's. I, I never like. There's when when you're thinking of color and stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, everything you do. Every do you know what if you're gonna do an art a piece like a painting? Do you know what colors? If you're gonna paint, I mean, you're doing it for a long time, so you probably inherently know what's gonna work in some places, right? Mm. No. Some there's some paintings that I've you get a I've, happy surprise. Is that there's what some paintings says? where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get a green or sorry, a yellow, a red, and a blue, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be really weird, right? Like colors, yeah. Um, where the yellow might be almost like a, a beige yellow, not a bright yellow, yeah. And let's start mixing those and see what greens we get, and see what purples we get, and see yeah. what uh, like oranges we get. And browns, and right. we'll just you know play around with those three colors. I never would have picked those three hmm. colors to create all my secondary colors and tertiary colors and everything. Have you learned like color? Did you like you went to school for screen painting? Did they teach you like is there color theory? No, no, yeah. not not there. Uh, I learned a lot of color mixing when I worked at Toad Hall because oh, okay. right. they had Pantone books, and right. it'd be like there the this sticker is like three three of these pantones right so mix them and, and i'm red green deficient so i see shades of red right. and sh- different shades of green kind of different than right. 
people that are not it, it's kind of like a colorblindness sure. but how do you I'm, find that out I'm not someone goes that's not red you're like yeah i was just... tested at the optometrist oh yeah really yeah years know. ago i wonder if i am i wonder if i think things are blue and they're not blue at all yeah do you know like a typical when you're colorblind what are the typical colors you're blind from um I well for me it, it's it's i think there's different variations right. or intensities of colorblindness right. right. i'm definitely in you know i'm Reds and greens are my thing. Imagine everything was black and white or gray when you saw it. Yeah, or fun. browns or something. Or everything all shades was of everything blues. was like a bright yellow. Everything that'd be fucking weird, right? Yeah, yeah. I would. I'd have to keep. I you know. You ever seen like metaphysical glasses where they're like yellow or like that help you with digestion and shit? Have you seen these before? Mm-mm. No. There's like these glasses you can get in different colors. are supposed to like aid with like different parts of your like red light, blue light, all this stuff. And they say this yellow it helps you with digestion. Oh, probably wacko thing I've heard before. I don't even know if that's true, but I've heard it. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, color emits emotion for sure. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if it does yeah, change. There's whole psychology like, behind colors. Yeah, right. Yeah, what colors we like when we're, or that we're attracted to when we're, say, one to five years old, what colors we're attracted to yeah. when we're adults and right. everything in between. Like it's yeah. like, like they say like police pull over more red cars than other color cars. Because mm-hmm. my first car, this my, my, when I was 15, my, my mom bought me a fucking 87 Camaro. Nice. piece of junk but the <laughs> guy was like uh you should paint it black because it's red and it's camaro it's the cheapest car i get my couldn't afford much so i got this car and i'm like it was a hilarious car but at the longer story but anyway so i get this car and they're like you should paint it black because my insurance was cheaper and they're like the cops don't pull you over as much mm-hmm. the cop thing didn't work out so well i pulled over a ton but uh <laughs> i don't think it was the color of the car that mattered but uh speeding or just whatever swerving yeah swerving yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. smoke machine um but yeah like I, it's funny because like they say some colors make you hungry and stuff i guess it's, i mean the color theory must just go on and get through a labyrinth of that i guess right yeah i haven't read too much in it i, I read a little bit but not like i haven't dived deep into it just i think it would be super interesting though well they have whole departments that's that, like even at lululemon they have whole departments that talk about color stuff mm-hmm. right and how people like what works with what i remember like they would say uh we're gonna make this nice they would make a certain color of, of a product line because it looks good in the store but then everybody just come in and buy the black jacket but the yellow one got you in the store the bright mm-hmm. yellow one in the windows like this one looks beautiful it's cool and you're like, ah but in the year next year it's going to be a weird color i'll buy the black one so you still make a ton of black jackets but you'd have these other ones that sit in the store that bring you in Oh, okay. Yeah, they yeah. get you in off the street. Yeah, I guess like a balance yeah. of like retail tactics and just these color theory stuff. But they would say, yeah, like this color is catches your eye, mm-hmm. but no one's going to fucking wear it. But then they'll buy the black jacket. Yeah. Because I think, I mean, how many people you see around town just wearing black jackets? Yeah. You, yeah. You don't, you don't wear much color stuff, do you? Uh, not too Doesn't much. I, I'm starting to a little bit. Right. Um, I was wearing black for years, though. And I, my whole psychology behind it was I work with colors every single day and I don't want to have to start looking at colors and try to match like, Oh, what goes with the red shirt? What goes with the beige shirt or whatever? Someone around here bought a A lot of the time. It's just easier. Just black shirt, black pants. And I mean, there's obviously simplicity behind it for sure. Yeah. Someone around here bought a, one of those fucking bright lime green Jeeps. You see something around here? I think it's, no, I think I might know the person. I'll shut up, but who, <laughs> Who does that shit? It's so weird, man. I guess like and there's a someone that likes lime green. You can't like it for that long. It's the life of a car. Must be a lease and get rid of it in a couple of years. But you know what's funny when you see people like in uh 
like matching suits, like pants and bottom, like a, the mm-hmm. weird psych, like these crazy patterns. And you see them on the mountain. They're like, do you go up on the mountain much? Do you snowboard bunch anymore? Uh, I don't have a pass this year. I decided not to. Right. Last first, year I did. And for the first 10 years of my time in Whistler, I was getting up the mountain. I wow. had seasons passes. Yeah, this year has been a slow year for me. I've been up like maybe 15 times. And usually yeah. it's like, I mean, I was away for a while, but, but anyway, yeah. So you see the people with like the, it's like those crazy color patterns. Mm-hmm. Or those metallic ski yeah. suits. There's the no one way they're wearing that the stuff. next year again. There's no way you're wearing that <laughs> two years in a row. I, I can't believe that's the case. Yeah. Because you just look, I mean, people have their own choice. I don't make fun of them. Well, that's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. The guy went, didn't buy the black jacket. He bought that weird thing that got him in the store. I think it's more of a statement piece at that point. Man. Right. And then you got you, you to gotta ride it out because you can't look like a failure if you just give it up. You got to be like, fuck it, I'm wearing yeah. it next year too. I'm wearing it next year and the year after. And then you can't just buy it. I'm wearing it till I patch it. Yeah, and then you can't just buy a jacket <laughs> the next year and keep the pants because it looks just insane. Mm-hmm. You might as well just keep both. Or like polka dot jacket with striped pants. Yeah. Like, oh, that shit clashes, man. Yeah, That's so what I'm going for. When, when you, I'm going for the clash. There are clashes in art, I guess, right? Like there's, are there certain rules? Like, it's probably a very vague question. I don't know, just... Like just paint what you feel. Red and pink. Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's a, a, but that's classic. not even a thing anymore, right? Now it's blue and red and pink. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure know. people are doing it just, just to clash. Just red and pink on your. Is that red and pink on there? <clears throat> no, I guess it's just. Yeah, you're asking your. We color deficient it. guy. Oh right, red and green deficient. <laughs> red and green deficient. That's almost red and green. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I I don't know how long. Can you how long have we been going for? Can you see on there? Oh, nice! Right yeah. there, yeah, it's pretty fast. Doesn't right? seem like that. It goes pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it goes pretty fast. Some days, uh, do you guys know Jenna May? Uh, she's yeah. yeah. Yes. So she was on my podcast, one of the first ones, and it was like three hours long. We were, she was like showing me like um, Filipino food. We were eating like all these different kind of and that panda. Sal. Have you guys had panda sal buns before? No. So they sell them downstairs at the Filipino store. They're like uh, sugary. Uh, they run out fast, and they get the lady who runs. She's like, these are the best ones. They're the most popular ones in Vancouver, and uh, they're like. Anyway, the, 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 what I'm getting at, the time does go by fast. Yeah. And um, that was one of my best podcasts, one of my favorite podcasts I've done because we just ate food and she's big into ASMR. <laughs> and she's like, crank up the game and make it sound funny and gross. And so <laughs> every time I do a, like a food podcast, she's always like, I don't, the ASMR is not strong enough. Get closer to the mic. But uh, yeah, it's just funny how it goes quick. Yeah. 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 I mean, even if you're having a bad time, it goes fast. I don't know why. You know what? We were reading a book recently about time. You read a book together, like side by side. Well, sometimes we 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 will read to each other at night. Really? Read a chapter. Do you, do you read, you read a chapter. Bedtime stories. We read a couple story, like Geek Love. We read. Yeah, Geek stories. Love by Catherine Dunn. I don't know. That's a great story, oh, man. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. I'm yeah. taking note of that. Um, but we reading a book about uh, time, and that you know we all make our own time. We are, we're makers of time. It's like never say that you don't have time for oh, something because right. you can make time for that. Mm-hmm. You can make time for everything. Right. Time is really not existence. Isn't it a construct? Is that what they say? Yeah. It's like you just, it's a thing we just happen to follow because we follow it. Yeah. Like why is the alphabet in the order it's in? It's like why didn't you have time to, what, you don't have time to give me a call? It's like, yeah, I have I time to give you a call, to. but I decided not to. I didn't want to make that time. That sounds so can, rude to say, but we it's... can we can make time. Right. We're time makers, all right. of us. Uh, we do have a lot of um, allegiance to time. We definitely follow it closely. Like I feel like we're always like, "What time is it? You wake up? What time is it? How long, mm-hmm. is it? How long does it take?" 
But like time helps when you're cooking an egg because you don't know what's going on inside of it. So yeah, you have to yeah. know that three, six, nine minutes, whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just like it's like yeah, the difference of hard boiling whatever. Yeah, yeah. When's the last time you hard boiled an egg? Um, no one does it anymore. Maybe like a year ago oh. f- for ramen. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever? Eat, yeah. if you're, did you ever? Did you have a little poker? No. You know what I'm talking what about? Do you, no. So it's like when I was a kid and it's like, it relieves the pressure in the egg. So it's like a little like, oh, it's no, like this I've never seen and that. You, can, you push the top down, but there's like a needle inside it. So you poke a hole in the bottom of the egg. So when you boil it, it doesn't crack. Oh. And then a little, it looks like a little bit spermy thing at the bottom, but it's like, um, it keeps it from cracking. Oh. I've never done it since. Doesn't my putting the egg, cracked. if you put an egg in cold water and then turn the heat up to boil, that stops it from cracking too. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. It yeah. just takes longer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the, 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 you have to the, account for that extra that time. Sound of the it's kind of satisfying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, why are we talking about eggs or time? Oh, time and eggs, right? Cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So speaking of time, <laughs> what do you what do you think is like the most uh, your time in Worcester here? What do you think? Like, I mean, you've seen it come and go. A lot of things come and go. A lot of things change in town. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't usually try to get too specific to Worcester, but this you're we're both pretty. I've been here for like twenty years, I guess, which seems insane. Yeah, you've been here a while too. Yeah. 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 Um, what do you think's like the biggest? This is, I don't know why I'm asking this question, but I want you to hear what your answer is. What do you think the biggest changes in your life that's been here since you've been here? Uh, biggest change, um, live. Are you are you are you like bomb? I'm sorry. Are you like are you bummed the way it's gone going? Like I guess you haven't got up the mountain much. So like when you think about this town, I mean, I spend a lot of time in the woods, wandering, right, picking mushrooms. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, do you do that? I'm just not gonna answer your question. That's fine. I'm gonna just cruise right. No. uh, Do you? No, I do. I spend a lot of time in the woods picking mushrooms, and you know, I I think my more recent art kind of reflects that. Right. Yeah. More mellow, a little bit more. The biking and stuff too. You know, you're in the woods. Right. Like if if I could go in the woods or in the village, I would go in the woods, woods, wander around, smoke dube, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to get all zen out. Forest bathing. Right. Yeah, well, that's supposed to be like, uh, uh, you know, you know, Paul Stamets, obviously. Mm-hmm. Not so, personally, but yeah, oh, I've, I've done the times. I've, I've heard, I've, I've heard <laughs> yeah. of him. I follow him on Instagram. Well, he talked. They talk about like that underground, all the moss and mushrooms, like how like yeah, mycelium and that, have, yeah. like that connection, like around the like everything's connected. They just, like they send signals, or whatever else. Mm-hmm. So the human walking through. Um, Forest gazing, I think in, uh, I think in like Japan or Asian cultures, is like pretty, like it's like a, uh, it's like you you do and you you get this connection. You come back. It's like wearing bare feet on the ground. Yeah, and getting grounded to yeah, the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have you seen? It's like good for your soul and good or for or like your soul. lying on the moss, just yeah. lying there. And that's why walking barefoot in grass feels great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've, have you ever heard of this thing called grounding, where you put like a fucking piece of tin foil in your bed and you run out the window and put a spike in the ground and you run like a like a metal wire from the ground to your so when you sleep you're grounded have you heard this before oh uh, i haven't no. tried it i got a, like a third floor it'd be too long of a wire but yeah it seems it it's, does it it's actually more work? popular dave i don't know does it actually work i don't know i haven't tried it hmm. people who say it works i'm suspect of them yeah but I, i'm not against trying it yeah i'm not against trying it, it you know who liver king is yeah, yeah he tries it he does it <laughs> i don't know if i believe that guy yeah um yeah i think his town i mean i, I live in here but things have changed for sure and I, i'm just happy functions around i think mm-hmm. happy function functions good i think it's like um if we had like a late night like you know whiskey bar or scotch bar that'd be cool 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Other than that, I think we're good down here. I don't know. Like you got to go in into the cafe or whatever and knock three times on the door and yeah, yeah. a little window slides open. Yeah. Say the magic word. What's yeah, the password? Bring, you got to bring a little like a piece of cheese or something with you to like prove you got the password or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I, you know, are there, are you, I and it's got to be Gruyere or something. <laughs> stinky. You know? Super stinky. Yeah. 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 If anybody brings blue cheese, they're getting punched in the face. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, man, the last, I think, um, do they said the full full moon parties around here? That's why I think I met you one time at a full moon party before. Yeah, I've been to a few. Yes, recently. Yeah. No, no. Still, I, I don't know anymore. if they're still having them or not. That was the time, man. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, um, I don't know. I have a few questions like we've asked most of them. You got anything for me? Mm, nah. <laughs> cool. Right on. Yeah. Sweet. sweet. Yeah. Well, um, you're you've been in Whistler twenty years. Yeah. And you're gonna be here like till you you die. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You, this has been a weird year for me. I've been kind of. Did you like, buy this place? Yeah. 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 So you're your lifer then. I don't know. I've I think this year is uh, the less I go up the mountain. Uh, Does it bum you out that you're not going up? No, uh, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, Are you filling your time with other? No, I've been pretty much very unproductive. It's been actually pretty. I, that's why I'm trying to like trying to get going again because mm-hmm. so i think this this town kind of can take you up and down and um, yeah it can yeah you know the comparative lifestyle is tough for sure mm-hmm. um and i think i was so wrapped up in it for a long time and then i jumped out of it and then i didn't realize the decline it would take on what i thought i was doing here so um i think i'll be here for a while though i mean i, I love living here um checking is great i can't move to a city yeah um it'd Too be hard weird. to get away from people yeah and i don't yeah. know what you're what you when you moved away, do you go home to Ontario much? Yeah, once every three years. Yeah. It, it used to be. And then when I met T, uh, we've started going back every, what, every year, every two years, kind of. Do you of. have family in Ontario too, or no? Yeah, oh, yeah. like Oakville. Okay, right, yeah. So I grew up yeah. in Barrie, just outside of Barrie. Yeah. Uh, like this farmland and stuff. But my family's between here and Costa Rica and Squamish. My mom's in Barrie still, but uh, my friends, I've got a lot of good friends there, but... I think um, one of these things I think about is when you leave your home, when you move away from your hometown, mm-hmm. it's still always kind of your home. You don't think you're going to, oh, you just don't think you're actually leaving for good, right? But if I left here, I'd be like, oh, I'm, this, isn't my, this is my home, but I think if I left here, I don't, I'd have a hard time committing to it because I think I would probably, I just wouldn't go back. So like I think about my hometown now and like, you know, my, uh, I have a pretty small family and if once that's gone, um, will I ever go back? I have good friends there, but I go back to see family. My friends are like, I, I see them on the side. Hope you're not listening to this, but I love you guys. You're great. But like, you know what I mean? <laughs> what draw to go back? So when that draw is gone, then. Yeah. The reason why I go back or why I have been going back is mm-hmm. to see family. Yeah. So yeah. when that draw is gone, then, uh, what does that, does what you just, what does that do? And then if you, if you leave, say you leave Worcester, I have, I have tons of friends here. I think at least I do anyway. I think I do. Uh, you have tons of friends here, but then if you go, it's like, you know, I don't go back to see my friends back when I was my childhood friends. I would go back to see them often. So what would happen if I wasn't here? But um, also, yeah, I love the mountains and snow and skiing and stuff. I don't know where else I would go that would... I'd probably go to, I'd probably go to the same kind of place. Maybe like a Nelson or somewhere just a bit smaller. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, also, 20 years, I don't want to just give up on 20 years. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. But um, <laughs> You don't want to be a quitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've always thought, like, where would I go if I was going to go somewhere else? Yeah. And before I... Kind of given the tattoo shop, mm-hmm. um, I was thinking, you know, for 
two or three years, uh, where, what's my next move? Where am I going to go? Yeah. And I thought Victoria, mm, I didn't think a lot was happening there. Right. Um, and being on the island, you know, you're kind of mm. stuck there, secluded, whatnot. Um, yeah. And I didn't really know where. Right. So stayed here. I just stayed here. And then the tattoo, like Robin, Robin retired, got yeah. pregnant, yeah. decided to have a family and decided to retire from tattooing. So mm -hmm. I, she left me the studio. She said, you can have it or I'm, closing you know, closing it up. I'm like, wow, oh, really? yeah. Damn. I never thought in a million years that I'd own a tattoo studio in yeah. Whistler. I think having a sense of purpose keeps you place. Like right now I've been kind of flying yeah, around definitely. for work and stuff and it makes, I think the fact that I'm not sure what I want to do with my life as far as work and, and moving forward, I think that what's, it's making me question my tie to a place. Mm -hmm. uh, I've always had a job that, you know, a job kind of keeps you to a certain spot. Um, but I think about if I left what I do, I think that's probably what's going through the transition of where I'm like, Hey, it's more of like, um, what I'm doing with my life than it is location. But what I'm doing with my life is so tied to this location that it's like, you really that kind of that tug and pull or tug and push or you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and I think location has, I would go to, to like, do with it as well. Like I would want sticker shock. I'd go to like New York and just yeah. fucking move like into the Bronx and just like, you know, get some coffee, <laughs> you know, and fuck in, you know, go get some pizza, some pizza. And then, you know, just, that would be cool to me. Yeah. I don't know how long it last, but that would be like, I think, I, I think going to a town like this, smaller would be fun, but I do, we talk about not going to the village. I love going into town and just seeing the chaos for once. Like I'm not, mm -hmm. I joke about it, but I do actually like appreciate that you can just go and get amongst it and still be part of it. Um, I think a small town would be cool. It might get bored or uh, might feel more secluded and do less maybe. But I like, I a, lot, a few years ago I, I was interviewing for a job as in New York uh, and they were like based at a Dumbo, which is near Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, man, I'm like, that would be, I would go, it'd be fucking cool. Right. And then I, you'd leave this behind, but it would, I would do that or like a Tokyo. I wouldn't like Vancouver to me is like, it's cool, but I don't know. It's not a, or Toronto. It's cool, but it's not like enough of a draw, but like London or somewhere just like, you're like, what the hell's going on here? It'd be somewhere awesome. massive yeah. where there's a shitload going on yeah. and you might not see that person again. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You'd pass like 8 million people just crossing <clears throat> the street type mm -hmm. thing. Right. Like, yeah. you know, haven't been to like New York and Tokyo and some of these bigger cities. I'm like, man, it's just like, you just, you can just get distracted and never have to think about a thing. You just always, what's going on? It'll be crazy. But yeah. I think it might probably wear on you for a while, but you know, you have diehard city folk who come here and go, I can't handle it. Or like, you know, bug runs across the ground. Like, Oh my God, what's that? But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving out of here would be tough. Uh, even, um, moving out of South, South of Whistler would be tough too. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like it down here. It's good. You can walk across, see guys like you, see yeah. you. Uh, just go I mean, if, if, if we move to Alpine or something like, or Nordic, like, I could handle that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that well, I've lived, I've lived in Alpine for a while and it's sick because the traffic's m m mellow. Yeah. Going back and forth. Um, it's closer to the village. I, I could go skiing in the morning and uh, if you don't leave by 8.30 on a Friday or a Saturday or if you don't leave by 7.30, mm -hmm. you're in traffic until 9.30, right? Yeah. And then I refuse to pay for parking. So if I don't get to lot 6 or 7 or 8, I just turn around and come home. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck, it's brutal. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Dave, thanks for coming on my show, man. It's been good to talk to you. Yeah, for Ryan, sure. Good to talk to you, man. Um, I hope we covered some stuff you're interested in talking about. Um, do you get asked a lot of the same shit a lot of time when people to ask you stuff like this? Mm, like through my work and stuff? Yeah, just like... Yeah, sometimes. You can just say no. It's kind of... It, yeah, it, it's all over the place. Right. 
Yeah. I think the history stuff, I'd love to chat with you more about the history of Wizards if we were doing stuff. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't think I get asked enough about Function and yeah. 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 It's pretty, it's just a cool spot. I mean, like, I don't know. It's, I can't believe there's like, it's the only place you can go pretty much get your car worked on except for like um, Mons Crossing up there with uh, mm-hmm. Sabre and stuff. Yeah. Um, I like Function because it's, it's, it's got a bunch of bike trails around. It's mm-hmm. got the creek, Miller Creek, yeah. that meanders through it that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't even know that it's there. Yeah. Um, it's got, you know, some little swimming holes and stuff. It's yeah. got cafes. It's got the, you know, cafes, restaurants. Um, it's kind of like the, the wild west of Western stuff. It's got like Garibaldi yeah. graphics. You can get stuff printed there. Yeah. It's got some sign shops. It's got Toad Hall Studios. Like, yeah, you used to have a yoga studio, which was awesome. That Did Wild you yoga. ever go there to yeah, Wild yeah. Yoga? Yeah. yeah, and I worked for Lulu. Love that place, like, man. Yeah. And then they closed down over COVID. So I'm hoping that another yoga studio. shop would or studio that would open up. Industry took a bit of a hit back then, but uh, yeah, yeah, that was a cool spot for sure. I mm. just think it's like you still have a street party. You can like it's, like there's not no one's really looking at it. You mm-hmm. know, there's no like attention on it. Like I yeah. think um, in Creekside, I don't know, I don't like going there anymore. But like it's got a Function just got like a, still like a real like chill local vibe that no one's really fucking with it yet. Yeah, the Muni doesn't want to do anything with it no. either. Um, I used to get asked like, you know, often like, where do you live, Function? Why do you live there? Why do you why do you want to live there? What's in sick. Function for that? Because like, that response okay, drives you nuts. That's why. Yeah. That's why. That, yeah. Because no one else wants to live there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think I would. And then I'm like, it's, it's cool. And I, I sometimes I wish, oh, I wish there was more down here, but I don't get there was, there'd be more people like this yeah. zone here is getting, it's, it's going to get busy. Check yeah. miss. It's going to get big. Yeah, yeah. That's one yeah. thing I think about too. Yeah. Um, cause I've been here for so down here since it started and these, this was mm-hmm. the first four buildings and it was just like no one down here. Now you see yeah. tour buses come by and take photos of the, that little, uh, a nook shook there. Oh really? And I'm like, yeah. And I, I love kids, but there's a daycare right there. Mm-hmm. I like quietness too. Yeah, and like uh, for some reason, wait till uh, wait till closer to the river. Checkmas River is developed. Have you seen back there? Have you walked back there? How far back it goes? It's it's big. Like Lo- Loggers Lake is going to be probably a fucking paved valley trail to it at some point. I'd imagine uh, soon. It's yeah. busy back there. Yeah, for sure. But I no, wish they bring I'm, the fucking I'm talking about, back. And get I'm it all talking about the other way. Uh, oh, like down by James Lake. There? Yeah, that's a dog park right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way. Oh, out, across the highway? Uh, towards the highway, towards the river. Oh, where, where they got they're like flattening all, yeah. all that. That'll be huge, yeah. Yeah, that's that's going to be developed too. Yeah. And then they're probably going to develop all the way like south as well. For well, a it bit. does go super far like back. Jane Lakes. Not yeah. to not, Jane Lakes. Well, that'd but, be insane. That'd be like, yeah. <laughs> it's like an hour drive. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, it's going pretty far back. It's, uh, mm-hmm. Even if you just go back there now, uh, mountain biking back there and stuff, like by like LSD and like old Black Shark. Have you been yeah. on Black Shark? Uh, I've been LSD. Black Shark's awesome. I won't actually remember mine. I'll tell you off here. Yeah. Black Shark sucks. Don't go there. Uh, There's a lot of new trails around though that are, yeah, that are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I think uh, it's going to get busier for sure. And that whole like corner gas station thing mm-hmm. they're building there. Yeah. And function there. Yeah. there. yeah. Yeah. It's coming, but at yep. least it's still, we got time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks buddy. Yeah. That was great. Good You're chat. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks Steve for coming and hanging out with us. Thanks praying. <laughs> for not clanking your nails on the ground. Uh, yeah, until next time. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you're welcome.
love and nice. <laughs>